Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, Alex Osterwalder, the mastermind behind the business model canvas, has joined forces with Stefano Mastro Giacomo to develop tools designed to enhance corporate team performance. Stefano joins me now to discuss these tools, all of which are detailed in his book, High Impact Tools for Teams. Stefano, during the course of the interview, we'll be talking about your effective team performance toolkit. But first, I'd like to get an insight into your own background. I am a former head of uh, digital. I've been delivering digital projects in organizations for a long time. And I was never able to choose between academia and the private sector. So in parallel, I've continued doing research and have been teaching into Swiss universities project management. And since I did my PhD, I have developed a passion for human coordination. And I've pushed my research and my practice, I believe, quite far in that direction, investigating new ways to make us work uh, more harmoniously and more effectively as a team. And essentially, why do so many teams underperform and never realize their potential? Well, this is a vast question, and the book presents our interpretation of why teams underperform. We believe that success and failure doesn't happen overnight. It happens piecemeal, little by little, as the accumulation of two basic requirements of human teamwork that we presuppose are okay, but actually while they're not. Requirement number one is so-called common ground or mutual understanding, which is clarity about what we intend to achieve together. And then there is the second one, which is the climate in which we work. Uh, Another way of describing that is the level of trust among team members, or even better, the notion of psychological safety, coined by Amy Edmondson and developed by her. She's a professor at Harvard Business School. And that describes the atmosphere that is in, in the team, and more particularly, the impression that I have as a team member that uh, the team will support me in case of failure. So what I'm hearing from you is that the two key ingredients to a successful team performance are clarity of purpose and the culture that you create. So for teams that are underperforming, how do you get them to perform to their absolute potential? Absolutely. And that is what took us a long time to develop, which is move from these uh, principles to real tools that the real tools that have been tested and we present in the book. So the idea is simple. Do not presuppose that mutual understanding is in the air, that we're on the same page, and do not presuppose that the level of trust is sufficient in the room for the team to be effective. How we move from that to a situation where every team member understands sufficiently clearly his or her own contribution to the project or the team and also feels safe in the group, well, uh, we have developed a set of five tools that uh, uh, describe the title of the book, High Impact Tools for Teams, that just help you do that very simply, uh, 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 visually, with the other members of the tool. The tools we present are very practical. So let's deep dive into each of those tools now, starting with the team alignment map. What is it and how does it work? So the team alignment map is a poster 
that contains some obvious things <laughs> that we do, but sometimes we presuppose it's clear. So the poster contains four columns, and it sort of guides the conversation to make sure we're on the same page on four yeah, plus one key requirements for projects. Number one is the overall mission. Uh, why are we here? Uh, that's uh, the importance of the mission. If we can answer that question, then we might have perception gaps in the room about what we're supposed to do together. And then the poster that can be used online or in the meeting room contains four columns and to guide the conversation. Column one, please describe concretely the joint objective, uh, the things we intend to do together. Uh, and then second, what we call joint commitment. Okay, uh, what will you do for me? What will I do for you to clarify everyone's role so that it's clear for everybody? And then the third column is uh, called joint resources. It's important that we have a discussion about the resources because every human activity needs resources. Uh, right now we're using time, phones, technology. Well, uh, here the conversation must help everybody understand what's available and what we need to uh, uh, achieve our objectives. And the last one, the last column is called joint risk. It's a moment in the conversation as a team where we discuss what can prevent us from succeeding and try to find solutions for that. And of course, Stefano, there's always that issue of accountability within teamwork. So when you're implementing that team alignment map, how do you ensure accountability and how do you ensure that everybody is carrying their own weight? Here is another beautiful question. Uh, thank you for asking it. Accountability is not something you propel top down in the organization. Accountability comes from participation active participation, because I feel I was involved in the conversation, I understand what's going on, and I was able to speak up, give my opinion. Even though the outcome is not exactly what I wanted, I feel part of it. And again, so we're pushing with the team alignment map, the idea that we have to create that space of dialogue before we dive into the actual work so that people can enroll in the process and become more and more accountable as a result of their active participation. The second tool in your book, Stefano, is the team contract. Talk to us about that. The team contract is uh, super simple. It's another poster. It's a circle uh, 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 in a square. And you have two words, in and out. And the question is, for the team contract, uh, how are we going to behave as a team? What are the behaviors? Uh, that we encourage and the ones that we don't want in our team. And also there is another question that we answer together. That is, um, I, as an individual, do I prefer to work in a certain way so that I can share that with the team and see if it's okay for everybody? The scope of the team contract is to establish some rules of the game between us before we jump into action. Why does that matter? Because if we have that alignment also on behaviors, not just on activities, like you do on the team alignment map, then we contribute uh, in a very strong way to the creation of that safe climate because people know how to play. The third tool in your book is the fact finder. So what role does that play within a team environment? So the fact finder is uh, a card you put in your pocket or in your notepad 
while uh, the time you start discovering it. Then once you know the tool, you actually don't know it, don't, don't need it physically anymore. The fact finder is a tool we have developed to uh, help everyone ask so-called good questions. We've realized over time, working with cross-functional teams, that um, there were a lot of perception gaps in the room and, 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 and that the questions that were asked would be significantly uh, improved in terms of um, getting out of our heads, uh, like uh, judging, presupposing, um, or doing a lot of hypotheses. Uh, and ask questions when we feel lost in the conversation that helps bring the conversation back to the fact. So the fact finder suggests five typical communication traps in which we all fall. And for every trap, uh, repair questions that bring clarity back in the conversation. The fourth tool in your book is called the respect card. How does that work? Recognition is not something that is tremendously expensive. All it takes is just say thank you. Um, that is the basic rule of politeness. And I've seen under the pressure of deadlines, the amount of work and, and the speed at which we have to deliver, that we tend to forget some basic rules of politeness. The respect card, again, it's not a poster. It's something you read to give you ideas on how to do that. Suggests two ways to important checklists to demonstrate respect and also to value other people. And of course, the final tool in your toolkit within the high-impact tools for teams is called the non-violent request card. Well, when uh, the stakes are high, the deadlines are short, and we're all under pressure, uh, it is absolutely normal that sometimes emotions run high. Now, what is difficult in, in that situation is that if we let these emotions get out in a non-directed uh, way, we can damage relationships. So the idea was, can we come up with a, uh, a way of um, saying things that when the emotions are high, we uh, demonstrate or disagreement or discontent in a way that uh, creates a, a constructive conflict and a positive attitude towards conflict and not a destructive one. And of course, over the past 12 months now almost, there has been a dramatic increase in remote working and teams working remotely and collaborating remotely. But what challenges does that environment present for the teams of the future? Well... There is a lot to say about that topic, um, but very briefly, um, we lost the most effective ways for humans to align, which is face-to-face -face conversation. Now, working over distance uh, and remote teamwork uh, requires even more alignment as um, technology, um, and we have beautiful tools out there, but they're not as efficient as a face-to-face -face conversation. So the whole idea also with high-impact tools for teams is to provide teams and, and, and team members with ways to prepare to be more effective online and structure and guide the conversation uh, over distance.
So Stefano, what are your favourite software solutions to enable companies to manage teams effectively? Oh, there are, there are many. It depends on, on, on the category. Um, now, uh, you know, we have solutions to communicate, solutions to share files and so on. The, the, the new category, the new entrant in remote teamwork, in my belief, is uh, uh, problem-solving, collective problem-solving whiteboards. This is the, the very new entrant solutions like uh, the Strategizer platform or Mira.com or Mural.com. These allow, in parallel with a good video conferencing system, to get as close as it's possible to be uh, from being face-to-face which is our most effective device. And Stefano, from your experience, what is the best way to motivate individual team members? Now, this is what we've seen measuring and doing some research on teams. Motivation is not something you create. It's something that emerges as a result of mutual clarity and a safer team climate. So if you work on these other two things, as a result of that, then people feel more happy and actually even measure more joy at work. And Stefano, finally, what are your top three tips for effective team performance? Tip number one, don't neglect the basics. Care about mutual clarity. Seek the fact that the other person really understands uh, what you are saying. Number two, work as much as possible on creating a safer team climate. And three, Pick the right technology platforms for you. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Stefano Mastro Giacomo from Team Alignment. And I'd like to thank Stefano for sharing these practical tools with us this morning. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.